0: welcome to living social justice podcast an initiative of common ground church and common good where we explore our lifestyle response to topics of social justice our hope is that a growing number of christ's followers begin to individually and collectively live out justice creating a groundswell of positive change in our society
1: i'm joined today by jess and dean kitzman parents to baby joshua Jess and Dean attend Common Ground Rondebosch Church, where Jess is also a member of staff. They share with us how significantly their lives changed following little Joshua's arrival, particularly as their families live far from them in another province. They describe how their church community rallied to provide the support they needed when they became new parents. So welcome, um, Jess and Dean. Um, I think let's start off just by telling people who you are, and uh, when did your parenting journey start, and who is the proud recipient of the two of you as a parent?
0: (laughs) Um, So, a little bit about myself, which I think is just helpful to give you some context, is um, I have spent a lot of my working career um, as a professional ballet dancer, and um, so for a lot of my life, I have been um, striving for excellence, uh, if not perfection, and um, have exercised a great deal of control and um, determination to achieve the things that I have achieved. And um, and so that is just a helpful um, kind of preamble to our parenting journey. Um, and our son's name is Joshua, and he was born on the 1st of February last year.
1: Okay. So I understand that neither of you is from Cape Town, so Joshua was literally born into his parents' home. There wasn't the grandparents on either side and there wasn't really extended family. So how did life change, Dean? Do you remember? <laughs>
2: um, yeah, so Josh also arrived five weeks early. Um, took us completely by surprise in the middle of the water crisis. Still trying to work out how to put uh, get water tanks into the yard when um, Jess uh, called me to say that I you know, got into labor. Um, so yeah, I think the one thing that's, I think a lot of parents would be able to say that, that not, doesn't just change your life, I um, changing jobs changes your life, going from one phase from student to working changes your life, so much as being a parent changes every aspect of your life. Um, so that's something we've learned as new parents. Okay. <laughs> Um,
1: and Jess, you characterized yourself as an A type personality. So if you think back just to that first week, five weeks early, like was the room ready? Was the bag packed?
0: No, it was probably one of my worst nightmares. <laughs> um, so I, um, yeah, the bag was not packed, the room was not ready. We had not finished our antenatal classes, we had not been on our hospital tour. Um, there were so many things that we hadn't spoken about, um, but thank goodness we had um, probably just a couple of days before that met with a doula um, and she was the first person we phoned to guide us through the whole process and um, so that 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 was really hard for me because right from the beginning it did not go according to plan it did not go according to how I had imagined it would go and um, so that was really really hard for me and um, that pretty much sums up how everything else followed. (laughs) Nothing went according to plan. (laughs) Um, And so it was really hard for me. And I felt completely out of my depth, completely overwhelmed. Um, And uh, yeah, I learned very quickly that it didn't matter how much determination I could muster up on my own, I was not going to uh, be able to do this by myself and in my own strength. And um, So I had to, I had to learn to ask for help and to be vulnerable, which was really hard for me. Um, And uh, that's where our church community specifically played a significant role. And there were members of the church that arrived with a Moses basket. So Joshua had somewhere to sleep when we got home because I hadn't got around to that. There were people that arrived with um, nappies and wipes because I hadn't bought those things either. There were uh, people that gave us um, a baby monitor, a wrap to carry Joshua in, just such practical things that people did for us um, that really eased the burden in those early days and made, um, they just took those worries off of my mind completely so that I could try to focus more on Joshua
1: and um, I recall something you shared with me which was just um, some of the care that was given to you by the members of your small group can you can you just share that with with everyone here
0: and um, so some I think the probably the most helpful um, care that we received was I am also studying at the moment and I was uh, Joshua was born in February I had a whole heap of assignments in March April and then into exams in May and uh Joshua was extremely colic and so I just had to, it sounds terrible, but I just had to kind of hand him over <laughs> to someone who could deal with the crying for a few hours because I uh, lost the plot of it. Um, and so people set up a walking roster for us and um, we had friends that would come over and walk Joshua <laughs> um, so that I could have one or two hours just on my own to study and um, focus. Um, on studying, and then we also had meals for about two months. We had we had dinner dropped off at our house, um, and that was a huge practical way that people helped us. Um, and then I think a little bit more deeper, we had um, really cro- close friends that were able to recognise and um, bring some worrying behaviour and thoughts to my attention. So I was able to get the help that I needed.
1: So, Dean, I know that new mums tend to receive a lot of attention. Um, who rallied around you as a dad? Were there colleagues or friends who said, man, how is this father thing going?
2: Yeah, so I think um, I would like to say that there was a lot of support, but um, I think as guys, sometimes we don't actually know what to say to new dads or what kind of questions to ask. Um, it's... Yeah, so I don't think we, I think there is a level of support that is needed, but I'm just not sure if we know what it is as men. Because um, it's, yeah, it's not about, you know, hey, I've got this tool for you, or hey, you know, it's. Um, to try and put emo- words to emotions and feelings is tough, but I think, um, yeah, I think it is something that we could get a lot better than something that I think being this side of, 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 of birth and being a dad, um, seeing with colleagues where they, you know, as dads, and they're trying to like make sense of all these emotions that are going through your head. Um, something that I'm trying to be a lot better at. I'm not good at it, but just um, something I was completely unaware of before uh, Josh arrived. Okay.
1: So describe to us the return to church. And coming to church now with a pram and a buggy and a change bag, was the church building friendly to you as a new mom? Was it easy to navigate? Had you ever given any thought to it, um, as Dean said?
0: Um, so luckily we actually attend Common Ground Church and there's a designated mom's room that I was able to make use of and that was a really a real saving grace for me. <laughs> so because Joshua was so colic, I... Uh, always got quite nervous coming to church because I wasn't sure whether our child was going to be that child that cried the whole way through and what I was going to do. Um, So to be able to have a place where I could escape to if I needed to was very reassuring for me. Um, And it took a lot of that anxiety away of coming to church. Um, So in terms of, yeah, from that perspective, I feel like there was a safe space for the moms to go to with their children, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I know that both of you were quite involved in ministry within church before Joshua's arrival. Were you able just to slipstream back into that or did that life change as well?
2: Yeah, it was easy, no. <laughs> um, it's you know, It changes every aspect of your life and it, um, it definitely changed that. So I think for a lot of times not having a family in town it makes it quite tri- tricky in terms of attending um, commitments very lucky tonight, for example, to have someone look after Josh. Um, but for the most part, uh, one of us would tend. Generally, if it's the evening, because I handle the evenings better and Jess handles the mornings better, um, I would go to the evening commitments. If it was a 7 o'clock, we'd probably find Jess there, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Um, but, yeah, so it was... We really felt like we, in some ways, dropped the ball on the first, last year. Um, luckily, we had a very uh, graceful small group that we overlooked that looked that we looked after, that were very supportive of us, even if we weren't very supportive of them. Um, so, yeah, I think just one step at a time trying to get back into it. And like I said, having people who've been showing us a lot of grace has been very helpful in us getting back into it. Okay. Yeah.
1: My final question for you, I guess, is were there sermons during that time that resonated with you powerfully, that just really spoke to the season of life that you were going through and which encouraged you?
2: so I think um, I don't know if Jess I don't know if you would have got too many because most times Jess is in the mom's room so I was sort of trying to keep one ear on the sermon one ear listening in case I could hear Joshua uh, crying Um, so not so much that time but I think what we found really useful is being able to attend worship there was a time when Josh potentially was needed to have surgery um, so we had a long wait in that weekend and just in that time of worship being able to sing about God's faithfulness in the storm um, so even now we try and make it a point of both of us being in worship, despite him being a maniac running around, and trying to navigate what you know is right in that perspective. Are we distracting people or not? but um yeah, the worship's really good for both of us to pretend there and then alternating one of us in the moms and dads and tots room, um one of us in the sermon
1: Thank you both so, so much for sharing your insights. And we really pray that you enjoy Joshua's growing up before you. And we thank God that he has entrusted you with this responsibility. And we know that his grace is sufficient to see you through it. Thank you.
0: If you've enjoyed this episode, subscribe to our channel, Living Social Justice, on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. You can also find more resources on our website, Commongood.org.za, including our Justice Journey courses, devotional content and volunteer opportunities.
2: Bye for now.